Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 20th of August, and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week we covered Justin's son and his gigantic Teva stack. We looked at how the Italian mafia is buying cocaine with Bitcoin, and we explored DeviantArt's new NFT plagiarism detecting software. But first... On Tuesday, we focused on China's ongoing assault on crypto, specifically reports that the country's central bank shuttered companies caught using digital currency. Global Times reported that 11 companies suspected of illegal crypto-related activities were targeted by the Shenzhen wing of the People's Bank of China. Authorities also moved against a prominent Chinese financial website and are investigating eight other reports involving foreign currency exchange and cross-border trading. In late July, the bank compiled a list of 46 activities, which roughly translate to practical things for the masses. Those activities supposedly relate to the most pressing and worrying issues affecting the public, with a strong focus on financial matters. The checklist includes boosting employment, strengthening communities with loans, and optimising payment services to help the elderly cross the digital divide. The Shenzhen list is just the tip of this crackdown, as well as instructing other major banks and payment companies to get tough on crypto trading, the People's Bank has also targeted smaller firms. In early July, the bank turned its attention to Beijing-based Chudao Cultural Development. The Chinese government forced the company to close for facilitating crypto transactions with its software. Chudao Cultural Development was reportedly behind a cryptocurrency called Mao Li Coin which roughly translates to cat coin. And China's government also prosecuted over-the-counter king and Bitcoin billionaire behind Renrenbit, Chao Dong, back in May. Zhao was tried with 11 others for laundering $480 million for an online gambling syndicate. He was said to have netted a 70% dividend for washing those funds. On Wednesday, the Protoss team revealed that Justin's son, the marketeer behind Tron, has acquired at least $200 million in Teva, or USDT, directly from the enigmatic stablecoin issuer. This makes him one of its most prolific individual buyers. Crypto companies like Alameda Research and Cumberland Global have bought far more USDT directly from Teva. However, we understand that Teva easily issued Sun more USDT than any other person over a number of years. Sun seems to have personally acquired the USDT rather than via the Tron Foundation or any other company connected to him. And yet it appears Sun redeemed zero USDT during that time, despite his record issuances. Sun arrived relatively late to Teva, but quickly became one of its most adamant supporters. Back in 2017, Sun created a fork of Ethereum known as Ethereum J, which was turned into Tron later that year. Since then, he has consistently leveraged his Twitter following to advertise just how much USDT exists on his network. Tron and Teva also maintain a particularly intimate relationship. In May 2020, Teva's sister organisation Bitfinex became a validator or for some, a super representative for Tron. This meant that the Hong Kong headquartered exchange was one of 27 entities trusted to approve crypto transactions on the network. 
Bitfinex no longer maintains its Tron validator position, but Tether still utilizes Sun's blockchain to issue more USDT than any other, eclipsing Ethereum by nearly $2 billion. As mentioned, Protoss understands that the volumes that Tether issued to Sun far exceed those sent to many other entities or individuals. These exclusive details shine a light on the opaque Teva clique, which until now is largely operated without transparency. We reached out to Sun in order to learn more about how he utilised his USDT, but haven't heard anything yet. So keep a close eye on our page for any updates. According to Italy's anti-organised crime squad, the Italian mafia is using Bitcoin and Monero to conceal its crimes, including big money deals with South American cocaine runners. As reported by the German newspaper Ziet, Italy's Direzione Investigativa Antimafias, or DIA, has published a report detailing how centuries-old crime families have awoken to opportunities presented by the dark web and crypto. The DIA specifically references the Calabrian Ningrandheter Syndicate, a group heavily involved in the cocaine trade, and its use of crypto to deal with heavy-hitting Colombian cartels. But the Ningrandheter, labelled the world's most powerful mafia group, aren't the only criminals tasting crypto for the first time. Back in 2017, Italian Senator Lucrezia Ricciuti accused the Ningrandheter of leveraging Bitcoin to expand its gambling empire. And in 2019, Tuscan cops picked up four Ukrainians for allegedly accepting Bitcoin for drugs bought on the dark web. According to Ziet, Italian authorities swooped on over 20 members of Nigerian gang Black Axe in April of this year. Police suspected the crew of buying knockoff credit cards with Bitcoin. The German newspaper reported that an anonymous DIA commissioner told the press agency that all criminal organisations, including those of the mafia type, have an interest in using these instruments for their business. The official explained how crypto allows for fast transactions and offers a kind of anonymity, which has the mafia convinced of its criminal utility. Germany has also noticed a sharp rise in the numbers of organised gangs using cryptocurrency in their illicit activities. According to the General Customs Dictorate in Bonn, the use of cryptocurrencies for online payment in the context of criminal offences in the area of responsibility of the Customs Administration has increased significantly. And in most cases, the criminal's crypto of choice were Bitcoin and Monero. It's worth pointing out that while the Mafia is gravitating towards anonymity-focused Monero, there are some next-level tools created by the blockchain analytics unit CypherTrace, which says it will help governments track Monero transactions. CypherTrace claims that its new software can follow fund flows backwards from the transaction of interest to its source. Authorities are generally accustomed to tracking illicit Bitcoin, thanks to the ransomware wave that hit the US earlier this year. Remember when it was reported that Coke was being advertised to buyers as ethical? Well, now it's crypto. Our times have changed. Online gallery and creative hub DeviantArt is turning to artificial intelligence to weed out thieves who exploit its members' work on NFT markets like OpenSea. 
As reported by Vice, an increasing number of artists are complaining that their work is being tokenized and sold without their permission, in some cases for large sums of money. So, Los Angeles-based DeviantArt is hitting back with new and improved image recognition software. Launched last July, DeviantArt protects flags when copyrighted pieces of work are resubmitted to the platform. And just this week, an update enabled this software to go even further and police blockchains for artwork that already exists on DeviantArt. According to DeviantArt's blog, Protect now scans all new submissions and cross-references them with public blockchain events involving Ethereum-based ERC-721 and ERC-1155 tokens. The AI then sounds the alarm if it suspects any corresponding tokenized art has been plagiarized. DeviantArt Protect will then notify the original artist. They can then choose to file a Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DMCA, takedown request. NFT sales managed to top $2.5 billion in the first six months this year, so a rise in related crime was likely inevitable. But, despite the prevalence of dodgy NFT dealings, stopping them is complicated. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can cover in under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, check out Protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major provider for more weekly roundups.